morning, everyone. Welcome to Reflections. I'm Zachariah. And I am Derek. This week's reflection, we're gonna go through uh we're gonna go through scripture, Psalm 67, 1 through 2, and 4. Then we're gonna read through Tom Deardiff's Devo for the um for that psalm, and then we're gonna have a response to it. Then we're gonna pray together and have a benediction. And that's kind of gonna be our normal uh structure for the podcast that we're looking for. Um, so on last Sunday, we remembered Pentecost, and so Derek and I are just trying to re- rekindle some of the themes that we went through on Sunday with a few minutes of conversation with Tom's reflection, and we're actually going to go ahead a bit into Tom's reflection from June 12th. All right, so uh, Derek's going to go ahead and read the scripture for us. All right, thank you. Let us now go into God's Word. This is uh, Psalm 67, verses 1 through 2 and verse 4. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Zechariah, would you uh, read Tom's Devo for us? All right, so uh, Tom writes, God does not stop at making us clean, for divine grace is not a reset button. It does not undo our sin and pretend it never happened. It is not forgetful. Grace confronts our sin and nonetheless chooses to see us as beloved. God chooses to bless us while we are still sinful, so we must move forward with the hard but necessary work of making and embodying a choice. Do we perpetuate sin as broken people, or do we stand against sin as blessed people? With confidence and assurance through faith, we must choose to stand in solidarity with those who have endured the systemic sin of which we are a part. All right, Derek, um, what what are you thinking about Tom's reflection? Uh, So yeah, I wrote a little, I guess, response to the reflection. I kind of focused on that line from Tom's Devo. Um, The line where he says, divine grace is not a reset button. It does not undo our sin. It is not forgetful. So for me, that just, that tells me, you know, God's blessing, his forgiveness, his choosing of us is, it's not so that we can forget our realities. We aren't Christians so we can escape into religious happiness or feeling forgiven or blessed or escape into some kind of emotional relief from things we might feel bad about. That's just escapism. And and the psalmist is clear that escapism from the world is not God's agenda. The psalmist writes, may God bless us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. We are saved for a purpose and That is the purpose Ian reminded us of on Sunday. Ian proclaimed to us that the message of the Pentecost is that Jesus has poured out his spirit in order to create a new family from every ethnic, cultural, societal, socioeconomic background. And in this new family language, it's it's Christianese, but, but it's not trivial. Paul says in Galatians that in Christ, there is no more Jew or Gentile. 
these were radically segregated groups, groups that not only hated each other, but groups that existed in broken systems of political oppression. The Romans suffocated the Jews in their identity, inundating their worship with images of a false god. Not only so, Gentile nations have a history of ransacking, pillaging, murdering Israel. It's these groups that Christ seeks to bring together and unite in and through his people. And Ian said on Sunday that the scriptures tell us of what happened, Jew and Gentile, and what is happening, black and white. It's the same call. It's the same forgiveness that should lead us to repentance and unity. So, so amid all of this guilt and shame that most of us are feeling and probably should be feeling, don't use Christianity and reminders of God's blessing and forgiveness to escape the guilt and the shame. Grace is, is not a reset button. Let that guilt and shame, the forgiveness that comes with it, lead you to repentance. Let that guilt and shame lead you to action knowing that you were forgiven for a purpose. All right. That's a good word, Derek. Thank you. Now we're going to, I'm going to lead us in a, a time of prayer. Lord, we pray to you our hope in times of tribulation. We live in a world of deep oppression, white supremacy and systemic racism. We live in a world with anxieties, fears, and violence. Our world is broken and we look to you. For in you, Lord, is our hope. In you, we have a future. The psalmist writes, May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. That is the future we look to. Jesus, we ask that you would bring about a world where all nations sing together, where all nations have joy together. The, this world is still broken, for your defeat of death doesn't mean death does not happen. It means we need not fear death, for you have surpassed it. As we see injustice and hatred, give us the courage to fight against it, knowing that you have the victory. Let us see the future where we all sing together. Amen. All right, in benediction, we, uh, we're going to leave you with the hope of Revelation 22, 1 through 5. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Go in peace, guys, and have a good weekend. Mm -hmm.